Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Chasing Breadcrumbs. And I have a very special guest. We're getting, oh, she's she's like, oh, we're going to be practical and we're also going to get woo-woo, which is my favorite intersection of practical and woo-woo. And it'll be great. Okay. So I have Chelsea Fournier. 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 <laughs> I already admitted to her I was going to mess it up and say it Canadian. <laughs> and I did. Chelsea, Chelsea, just say your last name so I don't just mess it up again. Chelsea Fournier. Chelsea Fournier. See, I knew I was going to say it Canadian. I stuck it in my head. <laughs> Anyways, Chelsea Fournier. Chelsea. <laughs> my new friend Chelsea's here. So let me tell you about Chelsea and then we're going to dig in. Chelsea helps soul-led women birth and expand online businesses for purpose and profit. She believes you can make a living based on your gifts, experience, or knowledge that you bring to the world. Layering human design on top of proven strategy. We will be talking all about that and what human design is for those who are scratching their head, and a decade of coaching and online marketing. She helps make the tech stuff doable so that you can step into an empowered confidence as you bring your message and work out to the world online. Chelsea, hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Okay. So as always, I want, before we dig into all of your depth of expertise and human design and how that can help us with tools to figure out what is correct for us, We're going to start with you, the lovely Chelsea. Tell us a little bit about your story and really specifically those breadcrumbs that you have followed that's led to us hanging out together today. Oh, gosh, it is such a such a journey. So just for anybody who does know human design, I am a line three, which means I learned everything the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of twists and turns in my story. Mm. So when I actually went to undergrad and initially for psychology. So I have a psychology degree. And then I realized I had nothing that I desired to do with a psychology degree. So I took my degree to law school. And so my first career, if you will, my primary background was as a lawyer. And I specialized in really cool law for a long time. So I was doing like trademark law, licensing contracts. So I was like the lawyer that you wanted to see because you were creating a business. So there's like Mm. this theme of me helping people create things. However, it was just a time in my life when I was so disconnected from my purpose, so disconnected from my body, just like churning it out, wanting to, you know, hit the billable hours. There was just so many things that were a bad fit. Now that I am more self-aware, I'm like, really, Chelsea, that was, that was never going to be the right fit. But <laughs> okay, wait, oh my God, I have to already interrupt you because I'm so yeah. curious about something. Yeah. When you say, and obviously hindsight being 2020, but yeah. How did you know in that moment you were disconnected? Because so many of us, right? You just, you push through, this is the thing, this is the job, this is the life, this is the annoying kids, this is, and you don't even stop and go, whoa, 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 hang on. So how did you know that you were disconnected? There was like a breakdown moment of, Mm. um, it was becoming more and more common for me. So I, I graduated law school at what, 23, 24. I was very young. I had graduated college early, gone right to law school, gone right through been towards the top of my class, got a big offer mm. at, a jo- um, at a law firm. And there was, uh, it was just becoming more and more common that I had to leave my office in my little heels, click, 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 to go down the stairs into the parking garage to have anxiety attacks. Mm. And I could like feel them coming and I didn't want the partners to know. And so it was, there was one morning when I had to go in to run a closing and I was very good at what I did. I was capable, like I shouldn't have been it, it's so anxious. And I actually collapsed in the shower, unable to breathe. 
And the first thing I said to myself was, I don't have time for this. And I was like, what the the, fuck? If you, if I don't have time to breathe, like what? And so I, if for anybody listening, like my breadcrumbs do not go like, and then I had an answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then I knew, and there was a bow on top and it was done. (laughs) I don't find that to be true for many people. Um, But for me, that was an awareness of like Mm. something's wrong. And so it was actually the next two or three years that I started to wake up and see I was in a marriage that was very toxic and not healthy for me. I was in a job that was working me in ways that was unreasonable. And so I, trying to solve things, was like, let me just change law firms. Let me get recruited here. And so I had this very bouncing around career trying to make it happen. And then I just got to a place where I wouldn't recommend this to listeners, but I just changed everything at once. I, my husband, Let's burn it down and start again. <laughs> my my husband at the time, now my ex came. He had been not coming home in the evenings because he was out drinking, and so I woke up one morning. He was passed out in the stairwell coming up to our apartment. He couldn't even mm. make it up into the apartment. And in that moment, I was like, "Oh, I'm done." And it was like this dot 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 question mark feeling of like I'm done. And I just like started packing bags and I left the apartment. Didn't even really talk to him. I was just like, oh, I'm going to my sister's. And at the time we had been running a law firm together. So we, what a fun complication (laughs) in story. Okay. So we had decided that me moving law firms from one to the other, why don't we just merge our practices? And so we were in like this kind of small boutique firm that was in his name and we were running together. And so, uh, I just decided, I think I'm done practicing law for now, like pause button. And um, while I had been practicing law, I had actually been sought out a coaching certification. So Mm -hmm. the part of me knew that I wanted to be a coach as a coach, but I justified it saying, I work with small businesses. Being a coach will help me be a better lawyer. And so that's that's how I sold the partners on me taking time off during the day to be in like coaching certification. So it was a very good sell. So I had the coaching background Mm -hmm. and at the time I was involved in network marketing. And so I had a little bit of money coming in through that. I had the coach, like the vision of what I could do through coaching. And so I just started like breaking pieces of, of my life of saying like, that doesn't work anymore. And I just got to a place of not, not being willing to tolerate something that was making me so like, if I can't breathe, it's kind of critical kind of critical. Mm -hmm. And so then as I kind of wound a lot of that down, stopped practicing law, was leaning more into coaching, figuring out my niche in coaching. And then um, not long after I left my ex, I I was like, I am never going to date again. I am over Ben. And then I met my now husband, my soulmate, (laughs) actually through the network marketing business. I didn't get much out of the network marketing business other than some really great friends and my husband. And your soulmate. Yeah. My soulmate. (laughs) And so, um, and he believes in me so much, probably Mm. more than I deserve sometimes. He just sees the potential of what I really want to do. And so we, um, we got pregnant and stepped into I had tried for so long. If any of your listeners have struggled with fertility or just that Mm. journey of being like, is it ever going to happen for me? It finally happened for us. And for something that I was so excited about, I didn't expect it to be so freaking hard. Mm. The actual pregnancy for me was incredibly physically challenging. 
Um, there was a lot of days I couldn't get out of bed for mm. me as someone who's like, go, go, go. It was just this huge 180. And then I had my son and a couple months later, we started a pandemic. So my vision of parenting was not right. Like was not what I yeah. envisioned, mm-hmm. but it all happened. Like I can look back and say it with a smile because it all happened. Um, I had, regardless of whether it was what was happening in the collective, in the world, postpartum breastfeeding, but I suffered from what was deemed very significant postpartum anxiety. Mm. And so we went kind of all in and I swear this comes back to business in a second. We went all in, my husband and I were like kind of intervention for myself of let's get therapy, counseling. Like what do, what do I need to get back to feeling like me? And so as I started diving into mental health, I then reconnected with a lot of natural health and woo woo things. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of went like from therapy to brain spotting sub niche of therapy and, and then over to breath, breath work and then microdosing and then getting reintroduced to like different intuition practices I had done. So I had this experience of just being like, oh, I think I'm strong enough to be back in business, but it's not going to look like it used to be. Mm. And so I very consciously was like, I know that the methods I teach in business coaching work. Why don't I just embody the methods, but get specific on who I want to help? And so I just started putting myself out there as like helping women who have a spiritual business or like exploring what are the words that people are going to be interested in. And then I really, um, I got committed to putting together a group mastermind program. And as I was launching that, was interviewing experts to come in and support my program on areas of expertise that I do not have. And every single expert that I brought in to come in and do something around like mindset, releasing limitations, Mm -hmm. every one of them was like, would it be okay if I speak to this through the lens of human design? I was like, sure. I don't know what that is. Love it. Talk about breadcrumbs. Yeah. Talk Mm -hmm. about breadcrumbs. So then as (laughs) I basically was a student of my program because as I'm running the program, I'm getting exposed to all these beautiful experts who agreed to be part of it. And every time someone talked about human design, I was like, oh, that would help me not only in my business, but it would help me coach my clients better. And so I kept getting these little glimmers. And then uh, I just got really excited about it. And I I went away. I was on a road trip for uh, just an overnight road trip out to a conference and was listening to a, a podcast I'd been turned on to about human design and they were launching a certification program. And I wasn't necessarily attracted to theirs because I'm someone like, if I can't be on live for a training, I, I don't do good with replays. It's just not my jam. They stack up. I never watch them. Mm. And the, the one they were running was a time I couldn't do. However, I messaged a friend who I knew was also into human design. She's like, oh my gosh, my friend Jess is running a certification program. She's an amazing trainer. And I think she has a payment plan that ends tonight. And so a little rabbit trail that evening, Mm -hmm. I sign up for, you know, a four figure investment with someone I've never met, never spoken to, because it was like, I'm supposed to do this. I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be able to support my clients with this energetic tool on top of the strategy, because I know it's helped me so much to dance between the two. And I just wanted to have that in my own tool belt. And so that's kind of, I went from being a lawyer drafting contracts and <laughs> trademarks to like burning my life down to getting into coaching. And then finally, you know, like I just, I, I think something that's a bit toxic in the coaching world right now, if you see a Facebook ad, it's like, there's a competition 
of how Mm -hmm. fast can someone advertise that they can get you a result? Like I can get you six figures in 90 days or 60 days. In 12 minutes, you will be a millionaire. And I'm like, (laughs) really? Okay. And you're teaching me on a free class. Cool. Um, And I'm just, I'm not that person. That's not my success story. It never was meant to be. And for so many women who I work with, like it's a race in some ways, but like, can we enjoy the journey? Can we mm-hmm. accept that maybe it takes two years or 10 years or whatever to yeah. find, like I've made money along the way. I have not gone bankrupt, but now that I have the focus, like it feels like home to me. Mm-hmm. And if I had just been trying to do some bro marketing rushed technique, yeah. I don't think I ever would have found, maybe I would have made more money faster. I don't know. But now that I've found my purpose and my home of who I want to help and how I want to help them, now it's like, oh, I just got to do this more and help more people. And so it's a very zen place that I'm at right now. So bloody much about all of that that I loved. Okay. I'm in a way. Because I do, I do really want to get a lot more of your expertise and brilliance around human design. Cause I think that is such an interesting tool, even for those who are, cause I am a, a, a client of mine described me as woo curious, meaning I'm like, yeah, I believe in everything. Me, I don't know. Maybe to everything. <laughs> if you're like yeah. aliens built the pyramids, I'm like, maybe <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't know. I wouldn't be certain about it, but so I, so for yeah. those who are like, I don't know, this sounds weird. I'm with you. I think everything yeah. sounds weird, but I still want to explore yeah. it as a potential tool yeah. people can play with. So we will do that. But yeah. I do yeah. want to just touch on something you said first, which is um, bro, bro marketing, by the way, love that term. But but really, it sounds like you're talking a little bit about being really mindful about how are we defining success? Um, I, I am not a business coach. I do work with self-employed people, but yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing either. Don't look to me. Um, but one thing I hear people say a lot is this thing of, well, I have to replace my employed salary within X time, or will I have to be Mm. making six figures within this time for it to be successful? And look, I am all for people paying their bills. I think that is a great thing. So I'm not saying like, Oh, money's just energy. Chill out. No, no. Money is how I buy my diapers for my kids. So I get it. Yeah. And we have to be so careful Yes, you need to make a certain amount of money. Totally. I'm with you. And what else? Hmm. And what else? Like you said, do you yeah. want to enjoy the journey? Like yeah. if you're, you know what I mean? And I think, yeah. I think that's so beautiful that it you work with, you know, your clients and your masterminds around. Well, hang on. I am not going to tell you how to make six figures in seven minutes. That's not my jam. That's cool mm-hmm. if that's what you need. I'm just totally. not for that. Yeah. We're going to do something a lot more kind of well-rounded is maybe the wrong word, but that's what came to mind for me. This like, what's the whole picture that we're, we're going for here. Well, and I think something that really stands out to me, there's like, if someone wants to create seven figure business to buy a beautiful yacht, I freaking support that. Go for it. Let her But most of my clients are saying, I want to live a little bit outside of the normal. Like I want to homeschool, like not crazy. I want to homeschool. I want to stay home with my babies. I want to buy organic foods. I want to be able to afford the supplements that I know would support us. And so they're like, just not plugged in to, let's say the matrix. Let's just plug Mm. whatever that means to anybody listening. And so they want to be just a little bit outside the box. And that is expensive. Mm. Buying organic food, unfortunately, is more expensive. Homeschooling your children, you would think is not, but it is more expensive. And so it's like sacrifices that need to be made. And so one of the kind of platforms I started speaking about was what if your business could just fund the values that you have for your family? 
what if you could afford to have mm. only one person working out of the home, one person working in the home so that you could homeschool? Like, even if that's not six figures, is that valuable to you? Mm. What if you could have the time that you need because of the flexibility of your business to be able to homestead? If you want chickens, you, sh- you got to be home and take care of your chickens, right? <laughs> you want some goats, you got to feed your you gotta goats. Be home. <laughs> and so like, what if it's more about lifestyle design? Instead of just business plan where it's like very segmented, because I think especially, you know, as women, as moms, there's so many roles that I wear, so many hats that you wear. It's like, am I in mom mode? Am I in work mode? And for many of us, it's like, it's got to blur a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's got to be like, my son can be watching a little bit of screen time while I'm taking a call with a client that's emergency. Like sometimes that needs to happen or sometimes I'm making yeah. dinner and listening to a podcast that I'm going to be on as a guest to like be aware. And some, if it's got to blur a little bit, what if it's just like designing a little bit of a blurry life that you just feel good about in all corners? Oh, so good. And make yeah. money, right? And that's make like money. Yeah. We're not saying either or we're I'm, saying this is not a nonprofit. Oh. That's like my, my tagline is to help people create a business for purpose and profit. Because what I know about people who are not buying into the bro marketing and are like, I'm here for my purpose. So many of my Mm. ladies say like, I would do this even if I didn't charge, but I know I want to. And it's like straddling this concept that like, yes, we live in a world, we're in a capitalistic world. Turns Mm. out you, you need money to buy diapers. You need money to do this, you need money to do that. And so when it's this, someone who's maybe spiritually led or, in the woo woo. And like, I just, I know I'm here to help the world. Okay. But you also like, how can we have one foot in the real world and one foot in your purpose? Yeah. And so that's where I started using this term for purpose and profit, because you can use strategy to design things that it feels good. Like when I am on a quote unquote sales call, it's like talking to a best friend and helping Mm. them make a decision. And that feels for purpose, even if they decide no. But at the end, if the if the thing I'm selling is a good match for the conversation we're having, then it's going to turn into for profit. And so how can each of those sides feel good? And I just found that so many of the coaches, gurus, it was just so much only the profit. So it turns off people who want to be more in their feminine or more in the woo woo or more authentic aligned. And I think we get to take up more space at the table. The Mm. more like women out in business, the more successful people, the more people who can afford to run Facebook ads who are speaking like a normal human being about normal (laughs) realistic expectations, right? Like when I am back and running Facebook ads, it's going to be like, you deserve to be empowered. You deserve Mm. to have a business that you love that layers on top of a bit, but that's not the narrative we're seeing right now. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing I'm seeing a lot of right now, and I, I'm, I, it's making me, it's doing the like thing is this idea that uh, a side hustle, mm-hmm. whether that's on the side of being a, a unpaid work, like a parent or a caregiver, whether that's mm-hmm. on the side of an employed role, whatever, but a quote unquote yeah. side hustle is um, less than, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, well, eventually you'll be able to quit your job if you work with me and we get this side hustle. And I just think, and and if that's your goal, oh my yeah, gosh, I'm yeah. like, go for it. I am yeah. cheering you on. But it just doesn't have to be like a side hustle as the end goal can be beautiful. Great. Literally. Like it doesn't, we yeah. don't have to put this pressure on our, our businesses or our passion mm-hmm. or whatever it is to be this yeah. huge money-making thing. 
Again, yeah. if that's what you want, beautiful, totally. but you don't yeah. have to want it. It can be yeah. a thing that is some extra money for that, you know, you put towards vacations. It can be totally. a thing that you, you love and why not get paid for it? Because you love it anyway. Yeah, like, it makes that sense. That can be beautiful too. Yeah. Um, you yeah, can have yeah, multiples. I mean, like you can be like where um, my husband and I, I really want to get into running an Etsy store in 2023 um, because it's fascinating to me and doing design templates and even maybe mm-hmm. selling human design readings on there. And so I'm like, I'll have my primary business, but I also desire to have a side hustle on top of my primary business because mm. we just don't know. Like, why not have a little extra passive income if we could sell $200 a month of extra design yeah. things that takes a little bit of time? Oh, that pays down a credit card faster or that pays, right. you saves up for the family vacation. And so I, th- I, 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 especially having, I was entrenched in the network marketing space for quite a while and just the messaging around like replace your day job and quit your day job. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe you want a day job. Maybe like one of my clients loves her nonprofit work. She does amazing Mm. work in a nonprofit that is purposeful to her and it provides stability. And I just don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's why I think I agree with you that side hustle, business, whatever it is, does it feed your soul purpose? Mm. And if you do desire to monetize it, are you setting it up in a way that strategically can get you there? Profit. Mm. So good. Okay. Chelsea, I'm going to like, I don't even have a segue. I'm just gear changing on you. Um, (laughs) I have no segue here. We're just going. I think, and this is why I, I was like, we got to talk about human design Um, for, for a few reasons. But the, the one that comes to mind particularly is so many people that I know, whether they're clients or friends or, or family members. um, There's like a, there's a, but I don't know what I want. You know, and there's like, that's all well and good that I can have this side hustle and have my chickens and do the thing, but I don't know if I want that. And I don't know how to know what I want. And there's this whole funky thing. And I think there's lots of reasons why we don't know. And we get that conditioned out of us as kids and all the, that's a whole other Mm -hmm. topic, but yeah, but I think human design is a beautiful tool, whether you buy into it or not. Yeah. I I don't even know if that matters, but just as a way to experiment in your own life. And I'm all about experiments in your life. So Will you tell us now that we're, like, we're half an hour in and we're know, finally right? explaining <laughs> what we're talking about here. Um, what is human design? Will you give us the, yeah. the high level kind of layman's what is human totally. design and yeah. why is it something that you even wanted to bring into your work? Like, what do you see yeah. as the value of it? Yeah, absolutely. So to me, human design is like the least woo woo of the woo woo things <laughs> Be- because it comes across more as science, more as an experiment. So if you were to run your chart, and I'm happy to share a link, um, you can run your chart safely right on my website. So I've set up, so at chelseafornier.com, you can go find, run your chart. And it gives you a body graph. So it's not like, a, it's not just astrology where like, oh, you're a cancer. And so there's this big blur of things that you could ascribe to or not. So it combines the I Ching, um, the Kabbalah tree of life, the chakra system, astrology, and quantum physics. And so you get this body graph and you see all these, if you're brand new to it, you see these shapes and these channels and these numbers and you're like, oh, great. What do I now know about myself? Nothing. I don't know. But even as you start to go just a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, what it helps you to look at, because it's not a separate conversation of conditioning, human design helps you to understand what is truly you and what is conditioning. Mm. So we all know that we have baggage, but it's hard to separate that out. 
And so many of us want to be more authentic, more aligned, make decisions in alignment with what I really want. But then like, what do I really want? Mm. You know, so many people, if you say, hey, if you could do anything in the world, you know, if money wasn't an object and you could do whatever you want, a lot of people are like, I don't know. Like freeze. Like, I don't have a first fucking clue what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's so many, I like to give this kind of contrast. There's so many Enneagram assessments, personality Mm. things, but think about it. If you sit down to take that assessment, you're sitting down with your baggage and answering the questions through the lens of the conditioning you've experienced. Whereas the body graph is created based on where were the, how were the cosmos? What was the energy in the cosmos? at the time that you were born. Time, date, and location is what you need to run your chart. And it's just so fascinating to look at a chart now that I'm kind of versed in, in even just glancing at someone's chart and being like, oh, I bet you, da, da, da. But the number one thing to your question, the authority that is generated. So most people are like, oh, I'm a manigen, I'm a generator, a projector. Most people, like if you do run it, remember their type. But what I think, especially as we start talking about like what you could experiment with, is understanding your authority. So this is why I wanted to bring it into my work, because if I understand someone's authority, there's seven different types of authority in human design, and it's how you're best designed to make decisions. Okay. I got to stop you there because, and this is, I think the biggest thing that I have gotten out of human design, though I'm still like, I don't know, it might be gobbledygook, but I've gotten something (laughs) interesting out of it. Yeah. First of all, by the way, if anyone out there is listening, go to Chelsea's website, run your chart, and then take a breath and chill and don't yeah. be overwhelmed because yeah, a friend of no mine, my beloved friend, my beloved friend, yeah. Suli, shout out to Suli. She sent me my human design chart maybe like a week after I had my second kid. And mm-hmm. I looked at it and went, well, this is fucking gobbledygook. I don't know what, what any of this is. This? There's a bunch of <laughs> shapes. There's like squares and triangles. I was like, no, I put it in the garbage. Right. I was like, no, this is bonkers. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, I heard it on a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Always yeah. The little kind of like little pings. Yeah. And I ran it again and I got a little bit curious and here's, I'm so curious about your advice, but I think yeah. human design is so big. You can spend Mm -hmm. years just on your own freaking chart. There's gates, there's channels, there's centers, there's Mm -hmm. undefined, there's defined, there's your type. Go chill. And it sounds like what you're saying is start with, so there's a, there's like five different types. There's different chart properties. Something like that. Yep. There's there's five types. It's going to show, depending on where you run it, if you run it on mine, it's going to say type, strategy, and inner authority are the three things that I think you can explore quickly. Okay. And, and that's where tweak. people should start is like, don't worry yeah. about the rest of it. Don't worry about the shapes yeah. and stuff yet. Just start yeah. with type authority strategy. Okay. Got yep. it. Got it. Yeah. So yep. give us the kind of really, you know, knowing that everyone's going to have their own chart and they should go and yeah. run it and, go yeah, to yeah. and all the things that I will share yeah. the links for that, of course. But can you give us that high level of those three where you see yeah. those as showing up yeah. in people's lives? For sure. So when you, I'll give a very specific example as nothing to do with business. Um, my husband is a projector. So we'll talk about types. So you're either projector, reflector, generator, manifesting generator, or manifester. And so each of them has different kind of strengths, characteristics. And my husband is a projector. The strategy for projectors is to be invited. Now, what would that mean for a projector? He decided he wanted to change careers. And so he was very clear. He was like going on indeed.com and applying and doing all of the, like putting the work in, right? Like grinding it out after, uh, after he'd get home from work, he'd be like on indeed. 
it wasn't the activity of applying that got him. He did get a couple interviews, but none of them went anywhere. But because he was being active, the president of a company locally invited him into an interview. And that was the, Hmm. that's what he's doing now. Hmm. And so it was like him taking some action, but it's typical for a projector, for example, you're not meant to go create, go start things from scratch, but you do need to take some action. So contrast to me as a generator, where my strategy as a generator is to respond, it's more about me thinking about yes or no questions, this or that, and then responding to the universe, to the environment. It could be I drive, but I'm trying to decide, should I launch a membership now or later? And maybe I drive by a billboard and it's like, the time is now. <laughs> and it's literally like bringing awareness of the universe, bringing things. And so knowing your type, the types and strategies go hand in hand. So like a generator's strategy is to respond. So like for me as a business coach, it's helpful for me to know, oh, there's certain characteristics that would make you more likely to be successful in a certain business model. Mm. Because if you are a manifester versus a manifesting generator, like a Manny gen, you're going to want to have multiple businesses or multiple things you're doing. You like having your hands in things. And so if I were as a business coach to say, no, you have to go all in on one funnel for the end of time, you would be like, piss off. I don't want (laughs) to do that. Right. And so my business coach was like, you can't work with employed people and business owners. You have to pick one. I was like, well, you're the expert. And I did it. And And you give your power incorrect for me. And I burnt it was a whole thing. And it's not because it was bad advice, by the way. Nope. And it would work for someone who's psyched. And and so that's where like a big shift I would love to see in the coaching industry is that coaches stop being consultants. Mm, a consultant mm. says, here's the plan you should do. You've hired me to give you a plan. And so here it is. And that's what I'm hearing. But a consultant, especially if they know human design would say, let's figure out what's right for you. Here's like five things that I think could work for you. Authority, which one of the seven types of authority do you have? Let's help you make decisions from your authority. And I think, oh, okay. So there's two things that I want to check with you on because yeah. I, again, I only read my own stuff in human design. <laughs> I don't even like, sometimes I'll read my kids stuff. Cause I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's really helpful. But yeah. yeah. Um, the, the advice out there, the kind of common thing, mm. certainly for someone like entrepreneurs, someone wanting to start a business and for employed people is like, you got to go after it. You got to know what you want, mm. go after it, push, hustle, go. Yeah. And that is actually correct advice for like a very small like 7%. amount of people. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely correct advice for manifestors. For the yeah. rest of us, just going to lead to burnout, strategy. frustration, all the things, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing that I find so interesting, and I want to hear more about um, strategy and authority from you, is we have been taught that we make decisions from our brains. We have a prefrontal yeah. cortex and it is this yeah. beautiful human thing that can think yeah. about timelines and consequences and it can think things out and do a choose your own adventure in your head. And then you pick the correct mm-hmm. choice. And yeah. what you're saying based on the human design learnings is that is actually not correct for really any anyone. Of us, like. We're none of a, no design. So if you ascribe to human design, it's actually the premise is that if you're making decisions from your mind, you're doing it wrong. Our bodies give us data. So our minds are there to collect. It's like a funnel to collect information and resources and data and inspiration. That would be in like your crown center up at the top if you look at your chart, but that each authority type, there's a way that your body can chime in. 
So right. for me as a sacral authority, I now that I've really tuned into it and learned about this, I can feel a yes or a no in my gut. But as a lawyer, mm. I had been, it had been conditioned out of me in my family as well. I grew up with a, um, an engineer dad and, you know, like very rational thinking. But I had, when I had followed my gut in the past, it had served me well. But then as a lawyer, it's like cost benefit analysis and risk, you know, like, and so I had so gotten into my mind and now think about when I was saying I felt disconnected, right. I literally felt disconnected from my body in the times when I was making decisions from my mind. And since there's seven types, like there's one, um, one type where it's actually the vibration of your voice where mm. you got to talk things through. And so think about this. If you were a kid who needed to talk things through and your parents or a teacher would say like, stop talking, what do you want to do? What's your decision? I don't know. I got to talk about it. Like that literally was your body trying to make a decision. Mm. And so especially now I see whether it's in business or in parenting, I use human design so much in parenting. My son mm. is also a sacral. And so there's a lot of, mm-hmm, Mm -mm. Like I can see the sacral sounds and the sacral nodding of head that if I condition that out of him, it will go away. But if I, I help yeah. him embrace it, it will be something that can help direct his life and trust himself and trust what he does want and doesn't want. And so understanding the types for me as a business coach has been so helpful to be like, oh, if you're an emotional authority, you're not allowed to make a decision on our call because we need to check in like three days from our strategy right. call to let you ride those emotional waves. Because I had found as a business coach, I'd get frustrated. Like we had this amazing plan on a call and now you're not doing it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think maybe a different coach to be that guide instead of the consultant. Oh, so good. And I, here's, here's what, and I, it's so funny. I am a coach and I find coaching annoying, but, but it does <laughs> because another thing that we do and we're taught to do in coaching schools often with, with good intention, by the way, is mm -hmm. we're taught to see clients not doing the thing as like a mindset block or oh, that's yeah. there, you know, it's, they got scared or they're letting, yeah. and actually sometimes to your point, sometimes of course it is, it yeah. is fear and we need to work it's on the block. Journey. And sometimes yeah. it's a mindset block. And so, and sometimes it's because it's not freaking correct for them to do that thing that in the moment yeah. they got all jacked up, Yeah, but it's actually not correct for them. And I think yeah. to your point, this is a great tool to help understand what's going on a little bit better too. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of my clients right now is a projector who has a splenic authority and a splenic authority, just a really simple example is like, it, it's an inner knowing. So mm -hmm. say you were going to go meet your friend at a coffee shop and you guys were going to get salads and you walk in and you see that she's got a table across the way and you just get this hit of like, I don't want to eat here. And you convince your friend to leave and you're like, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think it's safe for us. I don't want to do it. Maybe two weeks later, you find out that everybody who ate there that day had food poisoning hmm. is a very specific authority that just has these like quick hits of what is healthy for you and what is not. And I have a client who's worked with me in multiple capacities. And until we've now layered in human design, she never took action because hmm. she wasn't listening to like, I've been helping her to un remove conditioning. And she grew up in a very like patriarchal, like whatever the man says is what you that do. What you and do. so she had given so, so many of the words that I hear the most when I help people learn about very practically, like this is woo woo, but 
if you just look at it as like sure. ex- experiment, try this out, try it on for size, give your, have a game for a week, only say yes to things that are, feel right in your body. What does that look like? And then to be able to see the two words are permission, like, oh my God, you've just given me permission mm. to do what I always wanted to do anyway. I never wanted to do funnels or I always wanted to do funnels or whatever. Yeah. And the second is possibilities that people will be like, I see the possibility if I just follow the thread of what feels right to me, of course the business is going to unfold because I was trying to do all these other things and getting distracted and self, you know, imposter syndrome can be removed Mm. from identifying with your human design. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is the experiment, right? Is like, if, if someone does want to go down this rabbit hole, even a little bit, um, some simple things to do could be running your chart and it's um, chelseafornier.com forward slash HD chart for human design chart. And then um, I do in the follow-up emails, like give you a little bit about what does authority mean and whatnot. So mm-hmm. if it is, it, if it's pinging for you, it's worth going down the rabbit hole or even just f- start following some Instagram accounts that have a little bit about human design. Like I'm your routine queen and I'm starting to bring in like funny memes. Like, I just don't think this should be heavy. Everything yeah. in life is fucking heavy. And like, <laughs> what if it just felt fun to figure out who you are? Yeah. And have and, it be and, like oh. beautiful instead of like, I'm doing it wrong. And it, it can be fun to like, I have a toddler and I can see, you know, he more complex, like he has an open throat. Open throats can be either they talk constantly or they're like hesitant to talk. And I have a defined throat. And so he and I have this little interaction where, he seeks me out. I coach him. He'll be like, mama, if I wanted to be kind to this little girl on the playground, what would I say? Because he needs coaching. Otherwise he'll blurt out, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Like his undefined throat doesn't know what to say. And he'll be super awkward. And so it's fun. Like it can just be fun and like, oh, this could be because I think it's important to say this could be because I'm a projector. This could be because I'm a whatever, because let's just be honest, nothing's a quick fix. It could also Mm. be that you have trauma responses. It could also be that you were brought up in a culture that valued something. But if you can just like layer by layer, be like, oh, my strategy, that makes sense. I'm going to pay attention to signs coming at me or, you know, responding. Let me just toy around with that. It doesn't have to be a rabbit hole. It doesn't have to be like this year long project. It can in my experience anyway, can just be like, oh, I did a month of experimenting with only doing offering things in my business that felt like a sacral yes. And I had my first $10,000 a month in a very long time and was like, oh, okay, I'm getting my business back. Why don't I just get my business flowing on the sacral yeses? Oh, Chelsea, your clients are so lucky to work with you. And, and- I'm so lucky. They're so amazing. <laughs> I like freaking love the, the people that I work with. They're so purposeful and just like here, here for the mission, whatever, yeah. you know, if someone is listening and saying, I know I'm meant to do something big. I don't know how to like the number one thing that I hear from clients is like, it just was making it be such a big deal. Mm. I was making it feel like there was a hundred steps before I could launch a membership or, you know, 13 things I had to fix about myself before I could start doing one-on-one coaching. And it's like, what if you just took a client? <laughs> no, like, what if you just did it? And yeah. what if you just needed to set up, you know, something else because I've been doing this so long, I've been around the block with software. And so I do a lot of matchmaking 
of hearing what offerings people want to create and then being like, oh, you should be using Kartra or you should be using Kodia or you don't need Calendly, you need Acuity. And so like a lot of what I like to help people do on the for-profit side is like, what what's the bare minimum? Do you need a website eventually? Yeah, probably. But could you start like flexing the muscle of running a business by just having a little bit of software support you and run things online? Yeah, hundred percent. And so just getting people over that hump and then especially for those, um, you know, self-employed or even some of your employed listeners who are looking for that maybe purpose-driven project, um, doing it, just mm. doing it. Like, I don't, I know that sounds very like, just go make it happen. But it's like, if you feel called to start doing Reiki sessions for people because you got certified and you're excited about su- supporting people through Reiki, take a practice client. Like, don't treat yeah. it like a business, you know, just try it and see how it feels. And then stepping into next steps isn't usually that much harder. Mm. You know, I'm a former lawyer. So I'm like, you want your website and you need your terms and conditions. Can you grow into all of that? hundred percent. Can you grow yeah. into anything that you do? And I think we see these ads just full circle. We see these ads of you can be six figure business in seven seconds. And then we say, well, I can't do that. So I shouldn't do anything. And your human design is crying out saying, but there's something we're designed here to do. <laughs> and, and then, you know, you get stuck. Um, well, and I mean, really there's, there's two, and I'm not oversimplifying at all what you've shared, but I, I think there's two things I heard for sure. One is you, you essentially are teaching people to trust themselves. And yes, you use yeah. human design as a, as a tool yeah. and a conduit yeah. to do that and to experiment yeah. with it, but you can trust yourself. If you go into a restaurant yeah. and you don't want to eat there, you can fucking leave. That's fine. Yeah. You don't like, even have to some, justify it. You don't have to be like, well, let me, totally. I don't know. Let me check the menu. I, I got to find a reason for why I don't want to eat here. Just, leave. just yeah. leave. And that can be correct. And I love that yeah. you're just teaching again and again, this idea that you get to trust yourself, you know? And I think yeah. I think again, to your point, part of not trusting ourselves is not trusting our wants and our desires and yeah. thinking, well, if I'm going to, well, like, oh, I'd love to have a podcast, but like, okay, well then I need to have a website and I need to find a podcast producer and I need to figure out these seven mm-hmm. different tools and I need to buy a $500 microphone. So like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. And none of that is actually true. You yeah. can just try one. And then if mm-hmm. you hate it, you can stop doing it too. That's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to well, marry and- and do it until the day you die. You can just try and see totally. and build and make it better as you go. And that's okay yeah. too. And, you know, just to keep it real, we're on video right now. We're recording this. I'm in my car. So for the past, <laughs> I'm just going to be real. For the past two months, I run a home-based business. I have a home office for my coaching and my podcasting and everything. And, um, it has been disrupted for two months and I've been, we've been living with my parents during mold remediation and carting my son back and forth. And you know what? Part of me was like, I should close down my business for a couple months. Like it's un unprofessional for me to do things Mm -hmm. out of my car or at a Starbucks. And you know what? I just, it was a sacral yes to keep going. I actually launched a membership during this time, which felt like in my mind, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) But it kept the being pros a and cons yes. list did not support this decision. It did not but <laughs> but people have been signing up with me saying, I'm so inspired mm. that you are running a call with a gas station in the back of the <laughs> like at Starbucks. Yeah. There's a gas station behind me, and they're like, I'm so inspired. Like, what excuses do I have? Yeah. And so I realized that by just embodying and trusting my strategies that I teach and being like, okay, I thought I wanted 30 people signing up in my membership. 14 people signed up with a very half-assed, 
launch and the people who came in are freaking amazing and I love them. And why would I give up having supported them for this month? Because I don't have a nice backdrop. Mm. Like if we can all just realize that there's so many built up ideas of what it looks like to be professional, have the right logo, have the right backdrop, have the right microphone. But if you really just focus on the serving, Mm. you know, like uh, one of my clients just messaged me and was like, literally see, (laughs) she was like seeing you run calls with a gas station behind you and a fire engine going by. She's like, I want you to know it did not distract me. It emboldened me mm-hmm. that I don't oh, have a permission slip, right? You yeah, were their permission like, slip. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, oh. yeah, you, people can't, no, I can't, but it's, it is hard for people to imagine that's possible. And until we see it, you know, it's mm-hmm. why seeing women running businesses is like, oh, Maybe I could do I it. I could too. do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing women have to juggle mold remediation and sticking a kid somewhere and getting <laughs> totally. in their car. It's like, oh, maybe I don't need We're to have alive. the perfect thing before yeah. I actually help yeah. people with my my interest yeah. and my purpose. Oh, yeah. Chelsea's so good. Okay. Have we covered all you? I know you have a lightning round. Oh my something. God. No, we've still got lightning round. I know. That's why I'm like, oh my God. and I'm assuming you don't have six hours to spend with me today because you've got all the other things. So yes. Okay. Now you had touched on the experiment idea already, but can yeah. you just reiterate for people if they have listened to this and gone, okay, kind of curious, kind of yeah. want to maybe yeah. dip my toe in they go to your website, they get their chart, they chill yep. out with all the information, relax and yeah. read. You don't have to have it all memorized, know what it all means. Yep. And they're going to look at their uh, type and authority and strategy. And then yeah, what? those are helpful. And then, and then it's deciding, are you someone okay. who likes learning by getting a book, by listening to some podcasts? So um, I run, it's currently called Your Routine Queen Podcast. It's going to be renamed as a focus more on human design. Um, so do you like listening to podcasts to start chipping away? do you like having a reading? You know, I do Mm. one-off one hour readings because some people are like, just tell me what all this means. I have one client who listened to the recording like 30 days in a row to like, let it chip (laughs) away. So then it's deciding you can literally just look at your body graph and wait for that. Oh, this is interesting. Some people look at it and they're like, yeah, this isn't for me. That's fine. Mm. So running the chart is like step one, deciding how do you like to learn? Do you want to follow some Instagram accounts, listening to some podcasts? Um, if anybody's listening and wants some book recommendations, feel free to DM me over on um, Instagram. I'm your routine queen. Happy to share some of the books that I love. Or do you want to have someone guide you for an hour to like look at it custom to you? Yeah. So it really does. It t- takes some effort or resources, but it doesn't have to be like this huge long project. Yeah. And it can be to your point, like the example you gave, um, I think you'd said like uh, someone who has an emotional authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm practice not making a decision right practice sleeping on it yeah even yeah. even that alone and just see how it feels you, you can literally google like, and go i hate it i'm not doing that like okay yeah, yeah. but just the authority i would say the authority is the easiest if you google human design splenic authority human design you know whatever it says for your inner authority of the seven types even with google a couple of things it might um you might come up with some blogs or different things to be like oh, I never thought about making a decision for my gut. What would that feel like? And then if you want to embody it, then it's like, how do I want to learn to get some more guidance? Oh, so good. 
Okay. Before we do lightning round though, where can people find you? And I will share all of it, of course, in the notes oh, too, sure. but, but where sure. can they find you to get more of, if they want to learn from you specifically, where are they yes. going to find you? So is your Thank routine you. queen. Uh, so I am your routine queen on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. My website is just my name, uh, chelseafournier.com. And, uh, yeah, I guess as we're recording this, my website, my podcast name is going to change in the next Ooh. couple of weeks. I haven't told Ooh. anybody yet. Um, it's currently your routine queen podcast, or you can come find my website and it will be all updated be on there. Um, yeah. And right on there, I have, um, the ability to run the free human design chart. I also, if any of your listeners are in an online business, I have a free masterclass that's called how to align your online business with your human design. And it specifically Ooh. covers strategy, um, strategy, authority, and type. And so um, I do have like my mom is super into some of the stuff I'm doing because it's helping her grandparent, my son better. So it doesn't have to only be business. If you're not a business owner, you can still get on it and have a lot mm. of benefit. But um, that would be like the free place that you could start to cobble some of it together. Brilliant. Oh, Chelsea. Okay. Lightning round. And then I'm going to let you get back to okay. your day. Okay. Ready? Question one, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Who is one of your heroes? Oh, on a beach too. That's a good detail. Mm -hmm. Who is one of your heroes? Hmm, my grandmother. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Tea. If you could be any animal for one day, what would you be? Hmm. We've been learning about a lot of animals with my son's National Geographic. I would say a baby sloth. Okay. <laughs> They're the cutest things ever. <laughs> if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what are you picking? Mm. Steak, roasted sweet potatoes, and green beans. Nice choice. I'm a pretty practical person. Yeah, I like that. Home cooking. Meditation or yoga? Mm, yoga. If you won the lottery, what is the first thing you'd spend some money on? Oh, a really awesome family vacation. Okay. Speaking of what is your yeah. dream vacation or travel destination? Oh, <laughs> everywhere. Um, no, Iceland. I really want to do a family trip to Iceland. Nice. Okay. If you stuck, you're stuck on a desert Island, you get one book or one movie, and that's all you have for entertainment for the rest of your life. What are you picking? One book or one movie. I read so many books over and over and over. It's going to sound weird, but Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, because oh. there's so much in there. You could, like discover the new thing. So it doesn't feel yeah. like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Mountains or ocean? Ocean. Winter or summer? Summer. Okay. And last question. Yeah. If you have a billboard in every single urban center in the world, what do you put on that billboard? You're so much closer than you think. Oh, it's good. I like that. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> Chelsea, I am so grateful you gave me so much of your time and your wisdom. And please, please, everyone, if you got even a little bit of a curious hit about playing with human design in your life and or your business and or your work and or your parenting, mm -hmm. get your chart and start experimenting. Find out more. Yeah. Dig in. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. Really lovely Thank conversation. You. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Mm -hmm.